expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 93 points this morning from yesterday's close at 18,060 on turnover of 5.4 billion NT. The TIEX moved higher on Tuesday, but the gains were limited as tech stocks fell towards the end of the session on the back of lingering investor concerns on Wall Street over an increase in interest rates in the U.S. The transportation sector continued its momentum from the previous session, offsetting the impact from the tech sector's decline, while financial stocks also moved higher on hopes that increased interest rates in the U.S. will help boost local financial firms' returns from their overseas investments. The governments of Taipei and Taichung are seeking to establish their own regulations concerning the sale of food and agricultural products from areas in Japan affected by the 2011 Fukushima nuclear disaster. According to Taipei Deputy Mayor Vivian Huang, it plans to ask retailers to set up designated zones for the products and ensure that the public is aware of the origin of food products. While Taichung Mayor Lu Xiuyan says her administration will strengthen inspections of Japanese food items that can cause safety concerns and publish the results of the checks on the city government's website. Liu is also insisting that the central government certainly had the right to allow imports of Japanese food products. The National Development Council says 180 billion NT is being proposed by government agencies for the fourth phase of the government's forward-looking infrastructure development plan. According to the NDC, it will review the proposed budget sometime this summer, but it hoped that the funds will be used from 2023 to 24 after the third phase is completed by the end of this year. Council officials say the government is set to allocate the fourth phase budget to a wide range of infrastructure projects, such as green energy, the Internet of Things, and cybersecurity. The funds will also be used to narrow the gap between urban and rural areas, helping to achieve more balanced development. In international news, the Israeli military says it attacked targets in Syria shortly after an anti-aircraft missile was fired from the Arab country into northern Israel. The Syrian rocket exploded in the air early today and was not intercepted by Israeli air defenses. There were no reports of injuries or damage. In a statement, the Israeli army said it struck Syrian facilities used in targeting Israeli aircraft, including a radar and anti-aircraft batteries. 
Syria's official news agency reported that Israel fired surface-to-surface missiles in the vicinity of the capital city, Damascus. Israel has made hundreds of strikes inside government-controlled parts of Syria over the past decade of the civil war in the Arab country. And from the U.S., the Justice Department says it has made its largest-ever financial seizure, more than $3.6 billion U.S. dollars, and arrested a New York couple accused of conspiring to launder billions of dollars in stolen cryptocurrency. AP correspondent Norman Hall reports. Federal law enforcement officials said the recovered $3.6 billion was linked to the hack of Bitfinex, a virtual currency exchange whose systems were breached by hackers nearly six years ago. Ilya Dutch Lichtenstein, a citizen of Russia and the United States, and his wife Heather Morgan were arrested in Manhattan. They were accused of laundering the stolen money and concealing the transactions. The couple was not charged in the Bitfinex hack itself. The stolen funds were allegedly traced to more than a dozen accounts. The two are accused of cashing out through Bitcoin ATMs and making purchases including gold and Walmart gift cards. I'm Norman Hall. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.